What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the inaugural Wear the Bear podcast here on the Golden Grizzlies SoundCloud page and the Golden Grizzlies iTunes page as well. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. And as we said, this is the inaugural edition, not only for men's soccer, as I'm joined, as always, by the head coach, Eric Pogue, and Austin Ricci, not only for men's soccer, but in totality, guys. This is the first ever edition of the Wear the Bear podcast. You guys nope. got to be ex- excited for that, right? Yeah, uh, no pressure. So <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You guys are going to set the bar. So either way, you, you don't have much to live up to because there's nothing previous. So it, it, you can look at it that way. Yeah, all we got to do is be better than Campy. That's not too hard. So. No, no, that, that certainly won't be too hard. But, uh, guys, uh, wrapping up practice here as you guys get the regular season ready to go. And, and first off, Austin, I have to ask you this because when I rolled in here, and, and for those who don't know right now, we are recording live in the practice bubble here in the Dome Soccer uh, practice facility that we have on campus. And, Austin, I have to ask, with the country music going, was that Stephen Gorton's playlist or whose playlist was that? I'm not exactly sure whose playlist it is. Definitely not a fan of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Might need to change it up next time. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I'm guessing uh, Nick Strack, Jacob Moore, maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought I heard a little Billy Ray Cyrus in there. <laughs> how does that work? How does the music work for for practice? It, does it rotate or how does, nah, it, how we does just, that go? We just bring a speaker and usually play a playlist, but whoever gets down here earlier puts on what they want. I okay. think they got me uh, putting on uh, some, who was it, Future the other uh, day. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You know, I can't keep up with the kids, but, yeah, it was uh, – at Louisville, they had some good stuff going. I don't think it's for the, uh, the the parents out there and the kids, though. <laughs> no question about it. But, uh, Coach, speaking of Louisville, and, and that's really the headlines coming from the Golden Grizzlies men's soccer program, a 1-1 draw against Louisville, a top-10 team in the country. I, I'm not going out on a limb when I say the best soccer, college soccer facility in the country. If it's not the best, it's it's the best I've ever seen. You guys held a lead until the closing seconds before Louisville w- was – able to equalize in that match and Austin I'll start with you um, really you guys took this and Coach Pogue and I talked about this going into it this was a full on dress rehearsal for what you guys were going to do for the regular season you guys took this as serious as a regular season match I know the result wasn't what you wanted especially giving up the equalizer in the closing seconds but overall you, you have to be happy with the match that, that you guys had against a top 10 team in the country yeah if someone asked us about that getting that result before the game we'd be happy but based on the way the game went we actually ended up being disappointed because we could have been up a couple and then at the end of the at the end of the last that's 30 seconds nice couple couple might be a couple times two so <laughs> right yeah. 30 seconds left let in something like that just like it's a letdown you know yeah but there's good things to take from it so but and, and what about that how, how do you do that in that you guys had the run of play, and look, when you're up 1-0 going into the closing seconds, you were the better team. I mean, you, you, you had the lead. How, how do you how do you balance that between the disappointment and, as Eric talked about and, and we talked about, you guys had multiple scoring chances in that game. It had to feel good to go in and impose your will on, on one of the best programs in the country. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's preseason, right? So we're still getting the hang of each other, learning, like, how certain people want to play and stuff. So we take good things from it, but if we're going to make mistakes like that in the last 30 seconds, at least it's preseason when it happens. Yeah. How about you on the, on the coach's side, Eric? What do you take away from that? You guys were able to get some stuff done, but in the end, it's a draw. How do you balance that out? Well, I think I said to the team there when we met at the end, it was like, I mean, if we 
the good thing is we're creating all these chances. I mean, if we weren't creating <laughs> the chances to begin with, then, I mean, I'd rather be missing them in uh, August than missing them in November. Um, the fact that we're creating them is the positive out of it. Um, you know, the bad thing was, you know, if, if we finished our chances, you know, the game could have been three, four, five, and then, you know, Louisville's maybe not even playing at that time. You know, they kind of already – you know, turned it in a little bit, but, uh, you know, instead it, it was a good lesson for us because, I mean, to be fair, it wasn't something that we had worked on just yet being up a goal and how we handle it, uh, made a couple substitutions that, you know, in all honesty on my side might have been a little bit unfair to a few guys because uh, they were com coming in cold. Um, so from a coaching perspective, but it was preseason and wanted to try some things out and just, you know, uh, we had the game pretty handle in, in hand until that last Really, that last, it was kind of a comedy of errors there at the end. Um, and, you know, so I, I think the problem was, you know, we outplayed them and they, you know, Louisville walked away, you know, really excited and walking off that field where I think as a coach, if you actually look at the tape, you might be probably pretty disappointed. Um, and instead, we should have been looking at it feeling really good when we walked off the field and instead we walked off dif disappointed. But again, that's August and and if that you know after two games we're not supposed to be perfect so you live you learn and uh you get better for the next game and it might have been the best thing for us because you know sometimes winning um kind of hides things so um at least there were some things we can mo work on moving forward to another top quality team in vcu and old dominion absolutely and, and some of the other bit of news breaking from the golden grizzlies men's soccer camp the horizon league preseason poll came out uh, you guys were pegged as a horizon league preseason favorite and Austin, you parlay that, and look, I'll tell you this, there's there's the broadcaster in me that, that comes in here and goes to work every day, but there's also the Oakland fan in me that comes out, and I'm just telling you guys from a fan perspective, right or wrong, I see you guys play a match like that against Louisville, the expect, expectations change a little bit. Now, you guys have those heavy expectations as well, but when you parlay all that, the, the result at Louisville, uh, the number one preseason Horizon League ranking, there's a lot of big-time expectations on this program, Austin. Do you feel that, or is that something that you try to block out? Um, we kind of we're prepared for it. You know, we come in every year. We expect to win the league. We want to win the league, and we know we're good enough to. So we just believe that if we do what we're supposed to and we play like we can, that we should be able to win the league every year. Yeah, and, and Eric, you've told me this many times, pressure is a privilege, right? That, that's a quote that you always like. Well, you guys have that pressure now. Yeah, I mean uh... – you know, I said it. I mean, we are picked to win the league, but if you look at, like, the first place votes, uh, you know, we're we actually, you know, only one person picked us to win the league. Um, what I think it just says about us in general is that, you know, that, that there's a lot of respect uh, for our program and a lot of, uh, yeah, pressure is a privilege, and, and we we accept that privilege, and I think it's a, uh, a testament to the hard work of the staff and the players year in and year out that we're always considered one of the best, whether we graduate 10 starters or whether we graduate none. You know, the, the standard for Oakland is always to compete for championships, and we always put a schedule together for the guys, and this year is no different that, you know, is a murderer's row of, of games um, and it's on the road against top quality opponents and you know we're, we're going to go through some ups and some downs and uh, but it's going to prepare us for when it matters most and and that's uh, November which is tournament time and uh, you know we we accept the privilege but we also know you know anyone can beat anyone on any given day and you know, we need to go out there and, and just take it one game at a time and and focus on that and you know when November comes around which will be a lot faster than we think 
right. uh, with game Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. November will be here before you know it. And we can't look that far ahead. We just got to focus on uh, the first one up. And talking about expectations, Austin, and this is where I ask you the question, this squad has a lot of expectations on it. You yourself, personally, you you have a lot of expectations as well. Look, you're, you're rolling into your last hurrah here at Oakland, and individually you're a player that's as accomplished as any uh, that's in the game today in terms of NCAA tournament victories, Horizon League championships, those types of things. I mean, you, you've seen it all in terms of individual honors, team accolades, and everything like that. So you're going to be a marked man. And whether you like it or not, Austin, th th those are expectations that are going to fall on your shoulders. If the ball doesn't go in the back of the net, the fingers are going to be pointed and, and the thoughts are going to be, well, why didn't Austin Ricci score? Because he scored goals at such a high level in the past. How do you personally deal with the expectations? And, look, I, I, I know – I know what you're. I know what you're. You're trained to say, and your coach to say is that uh, I, I just want to do my part and everything like that. But at the same time, uh, you're a guy. You have a lot of expectations for yourself. Yeah, you know, I kind of. I like the expectations. I know what I'm capable of when I'm playing at my best, and I want to do as best as I can. And I know that the exp I can fulfill the expectations. So I just want to, like you said, give my part, but do be do well and earn those accolades and actually do things that are going to help the team and perform as best as I can. How do you, how do you manage all that, Austin? And look, you're a guy that, that probably has aspirations of playing this game at, at, at the highest level that you possibly can. And, you know, those are some of those things. When you walk into these training sessions, do, do you wear that? Do you wear that on your sleeve and say, today I have to do everything I can to get better to ultimately be at the level I want to be at? Yeah, I know by the end of the season, there's only a few months and then I'm gonna. I want to potentially be playing somewhere at a higher level, so I know like this is the last few months to prepare. So I got to work in order to get there. Now, now speaking of soccer at a higher level, and, and Coach Pogue warned me of this uh, before I bring it up, but I'm gonna bring it up now. And, and keep in mind, Austin, we're not on a time constraint here on the Wear the Bear podcast, but we don't have all day. But we'll we'll, we'll talk about AC Milan a little bit in the Serie A. See, me, I, I'm more of a of a Roma guy oh. uh, myself. I, I know that I know that makes you sick to your stomach. But uh, AC Milan's chances this year in Serie A. Break it down, Austin. Go ahead. Be a pundit. So we're going to win the Scudetto. We're going to win the Europa League. And most likely going to win the Coppa Italia. Wow, that's confidence. <laughs> based, based on Pretty what, simple. Austin? And look, this isn't, this isn't your father's AC Milan squad anymore. They've come under fire for, for a lack of spending in AC Milan terms. How are they going to overcome that, Austin? I mean, we just bought a whole boatload of players right. we now have one of the best upcoming goalies in the world we got the best in my opinion center back in the world now and we got a bunch of good players ahead of them we got some goal scorers now so it's not the team same team that it's been in the past two three years so i think we can really do something this year Juve might have something to say about that uh, <laughs> absolutely is going down the drain <laughs> oh yeah they're going, they're going downhill uh, yeah i can tell i yeah i, I, I can <laughs> they do it. have a fantastic goalkeeper uh at ac milan so uh, if they can keep him from uh, Manchester United or Real Madrid, he doesn't want to go do? play in they, England. That that guy can keep any you know he can keep anyone in a game. So you know there's a you're definitely right about that for sure. Well, I do I do love the confidence. Uh, I do, <laughs> and, and we will definitely see how it shakes out. But how it's going to shake out for you guys and coach, you, you talked about it. You guys get things rolling uh, coming up on Friday at VCU. Roll from there to at Old Dominion, toss in a at SMU and a at Incarnate Word on a little Texas swing as well. 
this is as brutal as a four-game road stretch as you're going to see. And, and Coach, you, you set this up. There's a reason behind the madness. I, I hope there's a reason behind it. Well, you, you, I mean, we haven't started school yet. And, uh, you know, sometimes these trips are good team bonding um, things as well because we get away, we get in the hotel, we travel, we do uh, – you know, obviously we're playing great opponents and these guys always get up to play the best teams and we're going to great environments as well. So, you know, we're going at VCU um, under the lights, you know, we're staying an extra day so we can play Old Dominion under the lights. You know, we open up uh, with SMU uh, again under the lights and, you know, play a game, uh, a payback game against Incarnate Word. So uh, they're kind of twofold. One, it's going to help prepare us, you know, for, for the games that matter most here and the, and the league comes up fast this year. Um, there's not, you know, right after that, those two weekends, you know, we pop right into uh, to league play. So, you know, we need to get as many games under our belts in a short period of time. So you got four games in two weeks and and uh, against top quality opponents. And they're all going to pose kind of different, um, you know, different things. And uh, we're reworking some of our system and how we do things. And, uh, you know, we're excited to test ourselves. And when you test yourselves against the best, you know, you, you figure out what you're doing well and you figure out, you know, what's going to expose you. And if these teams can expose you and you can work on it and get better at it, then you're going to be better for league play when it when it comes around. So, yeah, there's a method to the madness. But, you know, I think these guys like playing these teams and going and playing teams you don't traditionally get a chance to play here in the Midwest. I mean, you could turn around and play, you know, the Butlers and the teams. But th these guys play those teams, you know. So let's go out and play some teams and maybe a little bit different styles of play. So when we get to the Sweet 16 and we get these teams here at uh, Oakland, you know, we'll be ready for them because we'd already played them. Uh, Austin, we heard the coach's perspective. What about from the player's perspective? You guys are lining up uh, against some of the best in the country. What's your take on it as a player? Me, personally, I like playing the better teams. And, you know, playing in the summer and, like, getting getting to know guys and becoming friends with guys from other schools, it's just better, like, from other people's opinions also, playing better teams. Like, if we were to tie one of the lower teams in the country, then people would have been like, oh, you guys should have won, but we tie a good team and people actually talk about it and they have better expectations of you guys and better opinions of you. Absolutely, and, and you're seeing that right now uh, just with what happened in Louisville in, in the uh, exhibition match. Well, guys, I certainly do appreciate the time, especially you, Austin, wrapping up practice and coming over here and carving up some time where you could be getting some lunch or taking a nap. Getting or doing some patsies. Yeah, you know, whatever it is uh, that you do. But number one, the, the number one episode of the Wear the Bear podcast in the books. How was it, guys? It was good. It's Thanks great, for having man. us. Great. Yeah, appreciate you having us, and we'll look forward to being back here in a couple weeks. Absolutely, and that will be the story. We'll check back in every other week here with men's soccer and every program here at Oakland. So if you haven't already, uh, make sure you go ahead and go to iTunes, hit the subscribe button, and keep up to date with everything that's going on in Golden Grizzlies athletics across the board. Every single sport will be kicking out content all year long, and you'll get the notification. And Give it a listen on your way home, way way home from work, way to work, wherever you're doing it. Uh, we certainly appreciate that you do so. For men's soccer coach Eric Pogue and Austin Ricci, my name is Neil Rule. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Well, see you later.